Hey everyone, this is Ashika and you are listening to Always Aligning, the podcast supporting you on your journey of self-growth. Welcome back loves. I hope you guys are all doing well and having a great, great summer week. In honor of Independence Day, I wanted to dedicate today's episode in talking all about freedom. Not freedom connected to the Independence Day type freedom, but freedom that you can actually cultivate in your own life. You see, the more you practice freeing yourself, the more lighter you will feel. And the more lighter you will feel, the more abundance you will attract, the more blessings you will attract, the more you will vibrate higher and the more happier and joyful you will be. In today's episode, we're going to take a look at five different ways that you can work on freeing yourself. And through building this awareness, doing some reflection work, and really even just listening to this episode and considering some of the different ways you can free yourself, I hope you find more lightness. And in that lightness, I hope you discover softer ways to move through life, gentler ways to move through life that actually give you the ability to show up for your life in a better, more meaningful, more purposeful way. Now, I very intentionally use the word work on freeing yourself because freeing yourself is really the ultimate goal, right? If you look at the saints that have come before us, they get to that state of nirvana because they are completely detached and detachment means they are free. So it is definitely something that one has to consistently work upon, especially when you're just starting off in this journey. We are told and trained since we are born to constantly attach, attaching to expectations and outcomes, attaching to relationships, attaching ourselves to our identity and uh, our dreams. So to really change that, it is a lot of work and I want you to approach it with grace and kindness and just remember that it's work and it's a journey. There is no ultimate over here. This is your journey and you get to decide how deep in this journey you are able to go today. As long as you take a step forward, that's progress and you should celebrate that. The first type of freedom that you can free yourself from is freeing yourself from your past. There is a great chance that there is something that has happened in your past that has left a mark. Perhaps a relationship that went south, maybe something at home, a job that you lost out on, or something you wanted to work out that didn't really go the way you've planned. When you free yourself from your past, when you let go of your past, what you are indicating is that your past is no longer a part of your identity. Yes, it's a part of your story. Yes, it may have happened, but it is not a part of your current identity. Your current identity is something you get to choose and you get to decide. And by letting go of the past and keeping the past in the past, you are training your mind to reframe your identity. Now you have the opportunity to start afresh. Now you have the opportunity to welcome newness, to welcome change. And through that exercise, you may perhaps welcome in even more abundance and blessings than you would have ever even imagined. Another key reason why letting go of the past is so important is because it's clearing up clutter. Think of your mind as your home and your home only has a thousand square footage of space. 
For example, the past has occupied 800 square foot. That means your present and dreams for your future can only live in those 200 square feet. Wouldn't it be nice to clear up most of that clutter, if not all of it, to make space for your present and your future to flourish? When I think of the importance of clearing the past, that's the way I like to think of it because it serves us no good. The past is in the past and the sooner we let go, the sooner we can create space for fresh new energy and new abundance. A series of affirmations or mantras that you can try are, today is my present. I choose to leave behind my past in the past. My past does not shape my present or define my future. By saying these statements and writing them, what you're really claiming is that you are here in the now, and that's all that matters. The second way to practice freedom is through forgiveness. So much of the pain that we carry in our hearts is because of what somebody may have done to hurt us, how something played out that hurt us. And many times it could even be us hurting ourselves, us letting ourselves down. We carry so much shame and guilt through each day upon day that only weighs us down. It's heavy, dead weight that serves no purpose in our present. One great way to practice freedom is to forgive. Forgive those that have hurt you. Forgive those that you may have intentionally or unintentionally hurt. And most of all, forgive yourself. Remind yourself that you are a spiritual being having a human experience, that you too make mistakes, and that you are here figuring it out day by day, just like the rest of us. As a human being, you are bound to make mistakes and you are absolutely allowed to make mistakes. You are figuring this thing that we call life just like the rest of us. And so mistakes are inevitable. But by forgiving yourself, what you are doing is really healing that pain that you may be carrying, the shame, the guilt, the regret, the anger. You're healing the inner child in you. So go ahead and try this exercise. Talk to your inner child. Envision the five-year-old version of yourself. Talk to that innocent child that just doesn't know better, that is just an innocent small child that's made a mistake. And look into the eyes of this younger version of you, this child version of you, and speak to that version and tell them that I am so sorry. I'm so sorry, not only that I messed up, I'm so sorry that I've carried this shame, guilt, fear, and regret. I'm so sorry for being so hard on you and forgive yourself. Similarly, you can forgive those that have hurt you by writing them letters that you never send or journaling about it. To forgive is to set yourself free. The third type of freedom is freedom from expectations. I know this is a loaded one. Who doesn't have expectations? In fact, 
the minute we start growing up and we go to school, we are expected to get good grades, to eat all of our meals and do all of our chores. We are expected to read all the books and get into honors programs and still kill it in our after school activities. We are then expected to go to a great university and get a great job and then buy a great house and have a great marriage and have great children. And the expectations just never end, do they? No, they don't. So how could I ask you to free yourself from expectations? Well, the first type of expectation is the one that you have from destiny. You see, while so much was being expected of you, what you were not being reminded of or taught is also to surrender. To recognize that you can show up and play your part and do everything right, but sometimes life does not go the way we've planned. And that is okay. It's very much a part of life. Some may call it destiny. Some may call it bad luck. Some may call it something else. But either way, many, many times, life just does not go as planned. So you can either resist that or you can surrender to that. The more you surrender to the process and let go of the outcome, the more interesting journey in life you may end up having. Now, I know these are a lot of hypotheticals, but truly just think about it. How many things did you expect from your own self, perhaps, that didn't really work out? And because it didn't work out, are you really hard on yourself? Are you ruining present moments that could be filled with joy and excitement and purpose and life? Because you expected things to go a certain way and when they didn't, you felt dejected? You felt despair? If so, isn't it time to let go of that? Another type of freedom to release is expectations from others. Again, so often we are taught to expect things from others. Our friends should behave in a certain way. Our family should behave in a certain way. Our teachers, our bosses, they all need to behave in a certain way. We expect people to show up for us when we need them. We expect people to support us when we need them. And unfortunately, again, that doesn't always happen. Now, we could either take that personally and let it slow us down and bring us down, or we can take it in our stride, free ourselves from the expectations from others and keep carrying on with our life. The more you do that, the more you become responsible for your own destiny, the more you are responsible for your own outcome. You have now detached yourself from the expectations of others so your life story is no longer in their control this is a really really loaded one and i think i need to have a whole episode just on this topic but if there's one takeaway i'd like you to walk away with from today is to really embrace the process and surrender the outcome the more you free yourself from expectations what you're really saying is that you are embracing the process of life you are writing the journey of life and you are surrendering the outcome the outcome may be what it is but for that 95 percent journey that you're on you're going to enjoy it and you're going to have fun with the process the third type of freedom is freedom from worry I know it's human to worry. We worry all the time. We worry for the safety of our loved ones, the safety of ourselves, and we worry for situations to play out the way we need to. But if you really take a look at worry, what is at the core of worry? The core of worry is a form of control. 
you seek to control outcomes. You seek to control the way things play out. And when you realize that perhaps you cannot control the way things are going to play out, you worry. There is anxiety. What if something goes wrong? What if something happens? Unfortunately, that is a part of life where things may happen. Things may go wrong. And I know that can be really triggering and really stressful. But the more we free ourselves from worry, the more we let go of that fear of something going wrong, the more we can embrace all of the right that's happening, the more we can embrace the present moment and really come back in the here and the now. A really great quote around worry that I read, it's anonymous that I'd like to share with you, is worrying is using your imagination to create something you don't want. Worrying is using your imagination to create something you don't want. A lot of worry is around hypotheticals. What if, but what if, and what if it went like this, and what if this happens? And the truth is that those situations have not happened. They are in the present or not even in the present at all. So why even worry about it? Why not use your imagination to create beautiful hypothetical situations? Why not use your imagination to dream of lovely scenarios and positive outcomes and raise your vibration by also reducing your worry? The last freedom that I'm going to touch upon in today's episode is stepping out of your comfort zone. Freeing yourself from your comfort zone can be such a liberating experience and a truly transformative way for you to change your life. Let's think about it for a second. So many people pursue just one set path in their life, typically influenced by their culture, parents, or a sense of what they quote unquote should pursue. And that path that leads them to invest time, money, and even develop skills in something that's really, really hard for them to escape from. In fact, they are now so invested and committed in that path that maybe even though they dislike the path and the path really doesn't serve them, they are so set in their comfort zone that the idea of leaving that behind, facing the unknown and trying something different is terrifying. And what happens next is something you can probably guess. They end up living a life of unhappiness and discontentment. It's so sad to see this unfold, especially if it's happening amongst your friends or your family or even a spouse and a loved one. When you see someone really having the potential to go out there and live their best life, but because they are so set in their own comfort zone, they are now trapped in this own bubble that they've made for them. I'm going to share a little explanation, a more scientific explanation of what exactly is the comfort zone. I'm quoting this from thescienceofpeople.com if anyone wants to look it up. The comfort zone is a set of typical behaviors, routines, and actions that is familiar. It consists of your regular habits and routines where you experience low levels of stress and anxiety with the little to no risk involved. People who are said to quote unquote live in the comfort zone usually take minimal risks and receive minimal rewards in return. You feel safe and in control when you're in comfort zone. Rather, that's how your ego feels. And so if you find yourself in your comfort zone, it's very cozy and cushy to stay there. To push past that, now you are in the fear zone. And the fear zone, you have excuses. There's lack of self-confidence. You are impacted by other people's opinions. It feels scary. 
Once you push past that, you are now in the learning zone. You are learning to get familiar with the new skills that you want to acquire. Think of it like the first time you go to a gym, how intimidating it is when you've walked into a gym and you don't know how to use the machines or what workouts to do. But as you keep showing up and committing to the act, you slowly begin to learn. You become familiar with the machines. You become familiar with the workouts. And as you show up and you practice, you've now gained confidence. And as you're gaining confidence, you are growing, you are flourishing, you're probably getting the results at the gym, you're feeling better about your self-image, you're feeling stronger, you're feeling healthier. That is your growth zone. And once you are there, all of a sudden you feel unstoppable because you have pushed past those difficult layers from your comfort zone to your growth zone. You may read of so many successful people and their success stories, whether it's entrepreneurship or uh, business or career or life and climbing big mountains. And almost all of them have had to push themselves out of their comfort zone. A great example of this in recent times is the founder of ClassPass, Pyle Kadakia. In Pyle's recent book, Life Pass, she spends a lot of time talking about her experience as an Indian American woman and the boxes that she thought she had to conform her life and live into. You may be very familiar with these boxes as well, where you should go to school and who you should marry and what should you do. These boxes are essentially in some ways your comfort zone. Pyle mentions in an interview with Mary Claire, and I quote, What I really want to unlock for people is to not box themselves into different parts of their identities and let themselves really fully be whatever they want to be. I don't think we are told that enough. I don't think we are told stories of how to do that enough. Even the CEO title, to be honest, can be boxing to people. And it was boxing to me. Pyle transitioned her career from corporate America in the pursuit of dance and creativity, which then led her to the founding of her business, which we now know as ClassPass. It was definitely scary and uncharted territory for her, but Pyle pushed out of her comfort zone to try something new. And the result of that and the result of pursuing her passion and combining that with purpose led to ClassPass, an app that so many of us have got to use and enjoy. It's a great example of what can happen when you push out of your comfort zone. So a moment of reflection for you is to consider what area in your life are you most in your comfort zone in? Or what is a habit or a behavior that you have that you think really keeps you comfortable in your comfort zone? Again, it may provide a false sense of security, but in essence, it's holding you back. Can you reflect on that? And then perhaps reflect on how you can change that habit or that behavior. And that is a wrap for today's episode. Freedom is such a big topic and I can't wait to make more specific episodes on all of these different topics that I covered, but I would love to hear from you. DM me, write to me, email me at hello at ashika.com, DM me on Instagram, send me a note. I really want to hear what is one of the freedoms that you really resonated with in this episode and that you'd like to work on. I know personally I can share that freeing myself from my past 
has really been a big one, especially right after my parents' divorce. As my family structure changed around, I had to really learn to forgive and heal. And the more I focused on that, the more I focused on healing and forgiveness, the more lighter I felt, the more easier it became to accept life and then enjoy life. <laughs> so I really speak from a set of experiences and I'm so excited to share this episode with you. This is Always Aligning the Podcast with your host, Ashika. Your support is so appreciated. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, leaving a review, sharing with a friend, or sharing on social media. I will see you back here next week.